The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that digs deep into the past one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're exploring the most renowned dinosaur graveyard in North America. The day was October 4th, 1915. President Woodrow Wilson established the Dinosaur National Monument to protect one of the world's richest known fossil beds. Located on the border between Colorado and Utah, the site that would become known as the Carnegie Quarry was first excavated in 1909 by paleontologist Earl Douglas. Over the next several years, he and his team found thousands of fossilized dinosaur bones embedded in the rocky cliffs. And when word of their discovery reached President Wilson, he took steps to place the entire area under federal protection. Today, the illustrious Dinosaur Quarry is operated by the National Park Service and is now considered one of the most notable paleontological finds in modern history. At the turn of the 20th century, America's natural history museums were engaged in a great dinosaur rush— competing to acquire and assemble the best dinosaur specimens they could find. Public interest in the prehistoric animals was at an all-time high, and a collection of intact skeletons was a surefire way to pack an exhibition hall. With that in mind, the Carnegie Museum in Pittsburgh dispatched its own resident fossil hunter, Earl Douglas, on a scouting mission in northeastern Utah. After several weeks of fruitless searching, Douglas and his team finally hit pay dirt while exploring a small section of the Morrison Rock Formation in Jensen, Utah. The Morrison Formation, named for a town in Colorado, is a long chain of sedimentary rocks deposited during the Jurassic period, roughly 150 million years ago. The team's initial discovery of a few well-preserved bones was quickly followed by another and another. 
leading Douglas to declare the site, quote, the best-looking dinosaur prospect I have ever found. He wound up spending about 15 years digging at that one site, eventually uncovering thousands of fossilized bones, more than 350 tons of them. Many of those specimens were excavated and shipped back to the Carnegie Museum for display. But unlike most fossil hounds of the era, Douglas didn't remove everything that he found. He explained why in a letter to the secretary of the Smithsonian Institution, writing, quote, I hope that the government, for the benefit of science and the people, will uncover a large area, leave the bones and skeletons in relief, and house them. It would make one of the most astounding and instructive sites imaginable. It took some time, but Douglas's vision was ultimately realized. On October 4, 1915, the dig site and the surrounding 80 acres were proclaimed a national monument. Then, in 1938, President Franklin D. Roosevelt expanded the park by another 200,000 acres. The most striking feature of the Dinosaur National Monument is the so-called Quarry Wall, a rock layer containing an especially rich deposit of dinosaur bones. The fossils embedded in the wall have been partially exposed but allowed to remain in place for easy viewing, just as Douglas had hoped. The quarry wall is well protected, too, as it actually forms one of the walls of a glass building called the Quarry Visitor Center. Since 1958, millions of visitors have watched on-site paleontologists carefully chip away at that ancient rock face. The result of that combined labor is a truly unique exhibit featuring more than 1,500 fossilized dinosaur bones. The remains of about a dozen different species are lodged in that sandstone quarry wall, representing more than half of all the kinds of dinosaurs that lived in North America during the late Jurassic period. Most of the bones in the quarry belong to gigantic herbivores, including the Stegosaurus, the Apatosaurus, and the Diplodocus. But the fearsome Allosaurus is there as well to hold things down for the meat-eaters. By now, you're probably wondering how so many bones from so many different species ended up embedded in the same small area. The answer is that the region wasn't always the arid desert it is today. 150 million years ago, a large river flowed right through the canyon, and the dinosaurs that lived alongside it sometimes died near the river's edge. Then, during the rainy seasons, the river would flood, washing some of their carcasses downstream. Many of the remains were then lodged on a sandbar, where ancient sediments gradually cast them in stone. The result was a jumble of more than 500 fossilized dinosaurs, a naturally occurring mass grave, and a dream come true for paleontologists. Of course, the quarry area is only a fraction of the land included within the National Monument. The bulk of the vast park is rugged backcountry, including sweeping canyons carved by the Green and Yampa rivers. Plenty of other fossils and formations have been found there besides dinosaur bones, including the remains of a variety of plants, amphibians, and mammals. There are vital cultural resources preserved there as well, including abundant rock art, such as petroglyphs and pictographs, attributed to the Fremont people. They lived in the area approximately a thousand years ago, and some of their descendants still do today. The Dinosaur National Monument clearly has no shortage of natural and cultural wonders for visitors to explore. And thanks to the work of Earl Douglas and a few fossil-hungry museums, 
All of that history has been lovingly preserved for this generation and those to come. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback you'd like to share, feel free to drop me a line by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.